Welcome to Pastor Tony Mensah's podcast, where we delve deep into the teachings of the Word and explore the ways of the Spirit. If you are a believer hungry for more of God and seeking to grow in your faith, then you are at the right place. Pastor Tony Mensah carries a mantle for prayer, intercession, and revival that sets him apart as a resident minister at the Pentecost International Worship Center, Atomic. He has dedicated his life to helping people connect with God and fulfilling their purpose in life. In this podcast, Pastor Tony Menza will teach us how to pray with power and walk in the Spirit. He will also equip us to be effective witnesses for Christ in our daily lives. So, whether you are a seasoned believer or just starting out in your spiritual journey, get ready to be challenged, inspired, and transformed by these powerful teachings. This podcast is your opportunity to discover how you too can be repositioned to make an impact for the kingdom of God. Welcome to Pentecost International Worship Center, Atomic, the city on a hill. Allow your hearts and mind to be blessed as we take a journey through the Word of God to reposition the local church for maximum impact in the nations. First John, chapter five. Read from verse 13, 13 to 15, and we continue from 18 to the last verse. First John chapter 5, verse 13 to 15, we continue from 18 to 21. First John chapter 5, verse 13 to 15, we continue from verse 18 to the end. I want you to just shake someone by your side and welcome the person into the intensified presence of the Most High God. I think I love the way a lady here is doing it. I love it. She's pushing the friend. I love it. I love it. She's pushing it. It's not greeting. It's pushing. I love it. We are family. Hallelujah. So you can give somebody some Holy Ghost just push and say that we are a family. Oh, I didn't hear you say we are one people. Hallelujah. We want to welcome you into the intensified presence of the Lord. And our presiding elder is in town. He is. And the Evans, after the elders' international retreat that was held at PCC, the presiding elder, he traveled to Hope for, Hope for Christ's crusade. As a deputy evangelism director, he just got back to Accra yesterday. He's so much stressed and tired. But today he's here. Let's put our hands together to God for his life. And Reverend Professor E.K. Labi is also in the house. Reverend Prof. An astute classical theologian in Africa and the world. And he's the associate minister for this great center and beloved our women's leadership are also here we have our area women's leader mama magache here and i want to announce and also remind you that just today at 12 noon 
There's going to be a book launch by the women's ministry. They've written a beautiful book, Pearls Under Rubel. Rubel. Uh-huh. It's a beautiful book. One of our pastors wrote it and he has dedicated it to the women's ministry. So the women's ministry today with all the pastors and all the women's ministry members will be meeting at Hachu Centra at 12 noon for a book lunch. So we'll try and close early so that we can all pass by and support our mother. Because our mother is the area women's leader, PRWC, we have to go and support. And Mama Gifty is also here and Anaba is in the house. And beloved, our two greatest awardees, the presidential award winners are also here. Lady Joyce is here. Come up, Joyce, come up. Adelabi too is here. Why is Adelabi? Bring them up. Let's put our hands together for them. Let's celebrate. Let us celebrate them. Beloved, last, last Tuesday, these our two gallant brethren were chosen out of over 30, over 30 million people in the nation of Ghana. This, our great elder, Edalabi, and Lady Joyce, Mrs. Joyce, NJJ, they were selected and chosen out of the lot, 30 million Ghanaians, including you and I. They were given the, one of the greatest presidential awards, prestigious award, for their role they played in Ghana during the outbreak of COVID-19. And for those of you who want to know, Joyce was one of the presidential vaccination immunizers. So she was immunizing the president, the top, top hierarchies, top chiefs in Ghana traveling all over the nation and elder labi was also involved in the building of infectious disease and hardware yeah right here uh, at uh, atomic infection infectious disease and as a quantity surveyor she he used his expertise without taking any money let's put our hands together and celebrate elder labi and Mrs. Joyce NJD. I want us to rise on our feet as we invite Reverend Professor E.K. Labi to pray for them and to bless them. That may you see the Lord is doing something new uh, and it has begun. Now we are going presidential. So Professor Labi is releasing oil and grease. That may this award winning be contagious in atomic. May it be pandemic in our church. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Great things he has done and greater things he will do. Amen. May you also receive yours. Amen. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, may God make you to be singled out. Amen. Make you outstanding. 
the head and never the tail the top and never the bottom and anything that you set your hand to do may you continue to prosper may you be a blessing to your generation and generations to come may you not fear any foe because the goodness and mercies of the lord shall follow us this is your lot and this is our lot and so shall it be in jesus name Let's put our hands together for them as they I also would like to humbly acknowledge the presence of some of the top hierarchies from Compassion International. The CEO, today we are blessed to have the Chief Executive Officer of Compassion International Germany. Steven is in the house. Steve, rise Steve, let's put our hands together for Steve. Thank you for coming Steve, thank you for visiting us. And Steve didn't come alone, he came with some of his staff. We have Paul, is also here, a staff of, yeah, Paul is here, a staff of Compassion International Germany. We have Ruth and Helmut. Yeah, they are great musicians, popular gospel musicians. I'm sure they will give us a song before we close. Ruth and Helmut, you are welcome. They are also ambassadors of Compassion International. And we have Jane. We have Jane. Jane is also a musician and an ambassador of Compassion International. Beloved, let's put our hands together for these great men of God visiting us today. And our sister Deborah. Where is Deborah? Yeah, Deborah is there. We're right there with them. Deborah works with Compassion International. So Deborah chose to invite them to us. Amen. First John chapter 5 verse 13 to 15 and then I will jump to 18 and conclude with the last verse. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. I thought I would hear amen. amen. And if we know, this is the second no. Today I'm talking about no. So the first no is in verse 13. This is the second no. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know the third no, that we have what we asked of him verse 18 we know that anyone born of god does not continue to sin the one who was born of god keeps them safe and the evil one cannot harm them we know this should be about a fifth one we know that we are children of god and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. We know the sixth one. Also that the son of God has come. And has given us understanding. 
and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true that should be about a seat no and we are in him who is true by being in his son jesus christ he is the true god and the eternal life dear children keep yourselves from idols let's all read the last verse now turn to your friend and say that dear friend keep yourself from idols can i hear believing amen? amen now john is so passionate about knowing jesus john in his writing in first john to the standard from about few verses from 13 to the ninth 20th verse he uses about seven times he used the word no now that means that it is significant that we try to explore what does john want us to know and this was the john who had been with christ from his early days as a fisherman he had walked with christ all his life and so john is using a word from the greek we call oida o-i-d-a oida now that the greeks have two words to distinguish between the two kinds of knowing and one of them is oida the other one is gnosko and i want to talk to you about oida and gnosko in the next few minutes now john is particular for you and i to know christ so he had enumerated a lot of things we know he said that so that you may know that you have eternal life and if you know that he hears you when you pray then you are confident that you know that whatever you ask you know that he will supply and we know that anyone born of god does not continue to sin so i know so my ability to continue my ability to continue to live right john is saying that i should know it so as a child of god i may sin now but i must not continue to live in my sin for that one i know and john is using the word oida and he say that you know that we have eternal life so my next life is without question i know and 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 we know look at your friend and say that i know i know i have life say it again say i know i have life i know i have eternal life i know that he died for me i know that he forgives my sins i know him so john is interested for us to know jesus because if you don't know jesus then you don't know you don't have the stabilizing force that gives you that internal energy and that internal strength to overcome everything and anything that the enemy throws at you from the outside you see the enemy cannot deal with you in the inside because god is domiciled in the inside of you but what the devil can do is to throw certain things at you on the outside so john is saying that if i know him then i know the stabilizing force that gives me the inner strength because it's what works on the outside that influences what i begin to think in the inside so john is saying that 
if we know him then we have the stabilizing force to overcome whatever the enemy throws at us from the outside because the enemy will always try to bring out the negative and bring out things that always speak against us in order for us to lose our sight of the purposes of god for our life the enemy will always try he will always try to bring the negative and cause you to lose sight of your purpose in life and he will introduce whatever is within his power whatever is within his ambit to put you off track of what god has destined for you to become that is why john is so compassionate and passionate about knowing jesus and this one i want to talk to you in a few minutes about victory in knowing jesus look at your friend and say i will get victory when i get to know jesus come on say it again say it again to him say it again believe it believe it victory in knowing jesus now oida is not just gnosko there is a difference between the two greek words and gnosko had to do with experiential knowledge g-i-n-o-s-k-o g-i-n-o-s-k-o gnosko has to do with experiential knowledge that is i i have experienced certain things in life and i have knowledge because of what i have experienced in other words i have been through certain things in life and by reason of what i have been through i have gained some knowledge and i have gained some experience so this left me then with relationship that is based on experience so i have a relationship with you because of what i have experienced with you over a period of time that is gnosko so generally gnosko now is associated with time the more i get to know you the more i go through certain things and the more i gain experience because it takes time to go through certain things in life and it takes time to know the lord in the strength that you need to know him and so if i have been with god all these years i have experienced god and because i have experienced god i have gnosko knowledge i have experiential knowledge of god so no matter what the enemy throws at me i have experienced him before he delivered me last year from that diseases he set me free from that bondage and so i am confident that by reason of that knowledge that i have what i am going through right now is a matter of time because he's going to bring me out can i get somebody say a big amen, amen. that is relationship based on experience but when you know him there is a stabilizing force when you come to know god when you come to know his word when you come to know the power in the blood and the power in the cross it becomes a stabilizing force that holds you together and enable you to become unshaken in spite of what the enemy will throw out you from the outside so i might be shaking right now i may be going through some stabilizing things and they try to shake my faith and shake my destiny and try to put me off track but because i know him i know that i am not going to fall out i uh, no matter what i'm experiencing right now the hand of god is going to hold me together and god will make sure that i don't miss his providential way because i know jesus lift your hand and say i know jesus 
oh my god because of my knowledge of jesus christ it has become so formidable and 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 because of my relationship with christ no matter the kind of things i go through i have an experience with him and i'm going to stand through the test of time hallelujah oh so the enemy can throw certain things at you the enemy can take away your mother he can take away your father the enemy can destroy your business one of our brothers said yesterday that the day he got married he was on his honeymoon and he lost his job you can lose your job uh, at a critical moment i can lose everything that i have but because i know jesus it becomes my stabilizing force because what i am going through right now is just a matter of time god is going to show up and get through for me and my life will never be the same hallelujah oh touch your neighbor and said i know jesus now I touch him again and said i know him i know him. so john uses oidad in his writing in first john chapter five and he uses the word oh, about seven times in few verses and and so so experiential knowledge is gnosko and then the second type of knowing is oida and oida john uses it as he made it clear to us in first john chapter five now oida is different from gnosko gnosko is because i have experienced him i have come to know him but oida had to do with having a positive and absolute knowledge so oida goes beyond gnosko oida takes knowledge and knowing jesus to the next level it is so it has to do with a positive and absolute knowledge of the son of god oida simply means to know with absolute knowledge to know with absolute knowledge now the theological root of the word indicates that it cannot only come knowing jesus cannot only come from my experience of jesus but it has to come from god opening my mind and opening my spirit mind and depositing a divine revelatory experience about jesus so either had to do with god dealing with me god entering my spirit and entering my flesh and god permeating my innermost being and depositing a divine revelatory experiences about jesus now what that means is that it's not only gnosko it's not only that i have experienced it's not only that he had delivered me but even if he had not delivered me i know that he had done it before and i, I he had deposited it in my spirit that he did it before in his word and because he had done it before in his word if i am going through the same thing and i know jesus i know that very soon is about to show up in my situation it is a positive absolute knowledge of the son of god that is oida so oida had to do with god opening your mind and opening your spirit and giving you divine revelatory experiences about jesus it's not only that i go through certain things to gain knowledge about god it is not because i have to go through certain things to know god no that is gnosko but oida has to do with god dealing with my spirit god working in the inside of me god doing certain things shaking me within to bring me out it's god depositing certain things about jesus in my spirit because he already anticipates that the moment i begin to know jesus then the enemy is going to be on an attack 
and because god's know that the enemy will be on an attack he already begins to feed my spirit and feed my mind with knowledge about jesus christ and gives me the power to overcome so john said that dear children when you know jesus one of the things that can keep you from jesus is idols and so hey, keep yourselves from idols so he put it this way he said dear children keep yourselves from idols now it is significant here now because it is your knowledge of jesus christ that will keep you away from anything that becomes idolistic in your life it is not physically going to worship idols but there are certain things in life that can become idols in your life your mobile phone can become idolistic the way you work can become idolistic you have become so addicted to your work you have become so addicted to certain things that does not add value to your life as a child of god and so god is saying that dear children keep yourselves from idols so whatever will keep you from knowing jesus then that thing is becoming idolistic i know him and i know his power and i know that he died for me on the cross and i know that i have eternal life and i know that he forgives my sins and i know that because i know him i don't continue to live in sin touch your neighbor and said i know jesus oh i didn't hear you say it again said i know jesus and it is significant here because when you come to know jesus then you know that you have to give him the due praise that is due his name when you know jesus then you know that he deserves your praise because of all that you've been through that sickness that threatened your very existence and that situation that nearly disintegrated your life god has brought you through and he has given you experience and apart from the experiential knowledge he has also dealt with you from the inside so deep down within you, you have that stabilizing capacity to stand and overcome whatever the enemy will bring on your way so when you know jesus then you know that he is your master and he deserves your very praise hallelujah and so when i know jesus and i come to church i don't have to let anyone intimidate me when i know jesus and i get together in the house of god i don't have to let the way somebody looks at me to intimidate the way i behave i i, I don't have to let what is happening around to determine what i do in the inside because i know jesus and i know that once i come to church i am here to worship him and the bible said that in the house of god there is liberty so when i come to god no one can intimidate me nobody can look at me with the wings of the eyes and with a mouth looking certain way and trying to threaten me and preventing me from giving god the praise that is due his name i will not let anyone look down upon me paul put it this way that timothy don't let anyone look down upon you so when i get together in the house of god no one must look down upon me i may be i i i mean certain things may be wrong with me i may not dress real nice and i may be living in sin but once i come before god you don't know how he's going to deal with me so don't look at me that way if my life doesn't please you if my life doesn't please you the way i live my life does not please you i don't live to please you but i live to please my the most high god touch your neighbor and said i know jesus come on i didn't hear you say i know him i know him and ask him do you know him i really wonder if you really know him oh hallelujah because i have relationship with jesus nobody can do anything about it 
I have relationship with Jesus and I am confident of the relationship that I have with Jesus do you know him it is here that is it is here that the prophet all the prophets in the scriptures in the Bible had a view about Jesus all the prophet knew him and so they had a view and Isaiah Isaiah met him and in, in the revelation Isaiah saw him a prefigure of the Messiah and Isaiah tried to describe him and, and, and Isaiah used so many names trying to try to describe the Messiah and Isaiah w- w- wanted a name but he never had a name and so because he didn't want any trouble he said that he is Emmanuel and Emmanuel is not a name Emmanuel is a title and he said he is the Prince of Peace he is the Almighty God the everlasting Father Isaiah called him several names but the name Jesus was hidden from Isaiah. Isaiah never knew him as Jesus. Isaiah saw him as the Prince of Peace, as Emmanuel, God with us. Isaiah saw him differently. And if you come to the New Testament, Matthew also saw him. And Matthew, having walked with him, when Matthew began to write his narrative, Matthew saw Jesus as the kingly Messiah. Matthew saw him as the kingly Messiah. How do you know him? Of all this year that you have walked with God, how do you know Jesus? Do you really know him? Isaiah saw him, and Matthew saw him as the kingly Messiah. And and what that Matthew do? What did Matthew do? Now Matthew know him as the kingly Messiah. And the, the the recurring word in the book of Matthew is fulfilled. Matthew used a recurring word. In the whole of Matthew, you see a recurring word. That word is fulfilled. And theologians are saying that Matthew used the fulfilled formula. Now, the fulfilled formula, what does it mean for Matthew to use the word fulfilled? Anytime you read Matthew, you see the word fulfilled. In Matthew chapter 1, in Matthew chapter 2, you see fulfilled. Now, when you continue from chapter 3 to the end, 28, you see fulfilled. Field. So Matthew used a recurring word which is fulfilled. So Matthew employed the fulfilled formula. Now 12 times in the writings of Matthew, Matthew cites, just about in chapter 1 and 2, 12 times Matthew cited Old Testament prophecy in conjunction with the term fulfilled together with such phrases as that it might be fulfilled or was fulfilled or is fulfilled or should be fulfilled so matthew used the fulfilled formula in different way number one that it might be fulfilled that it was fulfilled that it is fulfilled and that it should be fulfilled hallelujah look at your look at your friend and say fulfill oh say fulfill 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 oh hallelujah and this morning I want to submit to you that I want you to know Jesus as the fulfiller of dreams and fulfiller of life. Fulfiller of prophetic word and fulfiller of his word. Whatever you have been through, whatever promises you are waiting, today I want you to understand by word of prophecy that it shall be fulfilled. It might be fulfilled. It will be fulfilled. Lift your hand and say it shall be fulfilled. Oh, hallelujah. 
Because God, when you know Jesus, then you know that he will fulfill his purpose in your life. The reason why he brought you to Atomic PIWC, the reason why he brought you to himself, is that he has a promise for you. And your promise is made powerful because of faith. And promises are based on grace and faith. So God will promise you because of grace. And you can receive the promises because of your faith. But today I want to tell you by word of God that every word of God that you are waiting for it shall be fulfilled. Oh hallelujah. Because God will not just take you along the way and leave you in the middle of the way. When he begins a journey with you, he shall finish the journey with you. So whatever you have begun in your business, whatever you have begun in your workplace, whatever you have begun in your ministry, God is the fulfiller of dreams. Shout fulfiller of dreams. Oh, hallelujah. He will fulfill your life. He will fulfill your marriage. He will fulfill your destiny. He will fulfill your work with him. He will fulfill your emotions. And your motivation shall be fulfilled. Your marriage shall receive fulfillment from God. Oh, hallelujah. What does it mean to say that he is a fulfiller of dreams? Fulfiller of visions and destiny. Now, you see, anytime you hear the word fulfill, then you know that God is getting ready. He is setting himself up to operate totally and completely to bring everything that he has said to pass so when you hear the word fulfill it means that god is ready that whatever he has said what he said yesterday is about to come to pass whatever promise he has given he is about to make it good oh hallelujah one writer said one theologian said the fulfillment formula has a rather a solemn character evoking a sense of how of, of all the, the fulfillment formula has a solemn character evoking a sense of awe. Now, what it means is that the formula prepared the reader, the formula prepared the reader, whoever is reading that prophetic word, whoever is reading that message, the formula prepares the reader for a solemn declaration of how God's previously announced purpose has reached its due conclusion in Jesus. So whatever, if I take the word and I begin to read the Bible now, whatever has been promised, when I see, when I begin to read it and I, 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 I compare it to the fulfillment formula, then I know that God is about to bring it to conclusion in my life. Oh, hallelujah. Now, the Greek term for fulfill is pleuro. And it means to be filled. Pleuro means to be filled. Now, fulfill was employed in bringing to completion something that had been pledged earlier. Maybe you are here, you are walking under a pledge. You are waiting for a fulfillment of a word of God. But in this service, God is telling me to ask, God is asking me to tell you that he is a fulfiller of dreams. I wonder whether you know him as the fulfiller of dreams, but Matthew saw him as the fulfiller of prophetic word. Every word that he has said, he is about to fulfill it. I don't know the kind of prophetic word you are carrying, and I don't know the kind of vision that you have inscribed in the table of your heart. But in this meeting, get ready because God is about to fulfill his word. Lift your hand and shout a big amen. Oh, hallelujah.
Oh, hallelujah. I wonder if you know him as the fulfiller of dreams, as the fulfiller of vision, as the fulfiller of your work with him, as the fulfiller of his great purpose in your life. I wonder whether you really know him as a fulfiller of dreams. I, I wonder whether you know him as the one who says it and he brings it to pass. When he speaks, your dreams will come to pass because you know him. Whatever he has said, he will bring it to pass because I know him. Whatever he has declared, whatever revelation he has shown me, whatever vision that he has shown me, it will come to pass because I know him. Hallelujah. Lift your hand and shout, I know Jesus. Oh, say, I know Jesus. Oh, I said, say, I know Jesus. If I don't have it today, if, if, if I don't have my breakthrough today, it doesn't mean that I will not get my breakthrough. If I don't have it today, it doesn't mean that I cannot, it cannot be done. If, if I'm not married now, it doesn't mean that it, I will never get married. Because I know him and I know that he shall it shall be done. I know who he is and I know him. Hallelujah. If, if, if you are single now, get ready because he's, he's, not, he's not true with you yet. If you are looking for a job, get ready because he's not true with you yet. If you are married and you are looking for a fruit of the womb, get ready because he is the fulfiller of dreams. If you have set up a business and your business is not doing well, get ready because after this meeting, every dream shall be fulfilled. Because once he gets through, once he's finished with you, then it shall be fulfilled. In Numbers chapter 23 verse 19, the Bible says that, that God's promise and will not fulfill. Does God give a word and will not make it come to pass? Every word of God over your life shall be fulfilled. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I said Hallelujah. Isaiah said in Isaiah 55 verse 11, he said, So is my word that goes out of my mouth. It does not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So every word of God shall be fulfilled. I said it shall be fulfilled. PRWC will see the next crop of billionaires because it shall be fulfilled because we know Jesus. Our young women shall do well in their marriages because we know Jesus. Our husbands will treat our wives well because I know Jesus. I will walk well. I will walk right with God because I know him. I will not continue to live in sin because I know Jesus. Lift your hand and shout I know Jesus. Oh, I said I know Jesus. In the New Testament, fulfillment marks the time when God acts in realizing his purpose. In the New Testament, fulfilled is when God begins to act to bring to pass all of his promises. When he gives a promise, he fulfills it. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now, how did Mark saw him? Then I'll end. Then Royal Versus will join me. Mark saw him as the wonder worker. Mark knew Jesus as the wonder worker, the one who works wonders. And the recurring word in Mark, I said it about last two weeks, the recurring word that Mark used is straightway. Mark, Matthew used the word fulfilled. 
And Mark used the word straightway. Somebody say straightway. I didn't hear you. Say it again. You can shout it now. Straightway. The recurring word that Mark used is straightway. Now, the word means suddenly. The word means suddenness. It means instantly. The word means without unnecessary zigzags. The word means without delay. The word means acting immediately, straightway, and straightway. So Matthew said that, and straightway, and straightway. So Matthew know Jesus as the wonder worker. John, Matthew saw him as the one who fulfills dreams, the one who fulfills prophetic word. And Mark saw him as the wonder worker. I really wonder now, if you are looking for a miracle, if you are looking for a wonder now in your life and in your marriage, then get ready because straightway Jesus is going to come for your into your aid. Hallelujah. Straightway means that he is an immediate acting God. Tell your friend that it means he's an immediate acting God. Hey, oh, come on, it's weak. You, you, you can say it well. It's weak. Lift your voice and say it well. Now, when God, when, when Jesus begins to move as the immediate acting God, now what it means is that you don't see him when he works. But he works at all times. Every time he works. I don't see him when he works. But he works all times. He works in your family. He works in your family home. I said he works in your life. When you don't see him working for me, it is because he's working in me. So if I don't see God working something for my life, then it means that he's dealing with me in the inside. And one of these days, he's going to finish what he's doing inside and he's going to come from the outside. Oh, hallelujah. He is either working for you or he's working in you or he's working through you. So if he's not working in you, then he's working for you. If he's not working for you, then he's working through you. I pray today that God will begin to work for someone. I pray that that healing you are waiting for may it come through for you. I pray that that miracle you are working for, Jesus is the walking wonder miracle, immediate acting God. May he come through for you. Oh, hallelujah. When I don't see him, when you don't see him working for me, it doesn't mean he's abandoned me. He's working in me. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. And when he begins to move straightway, when he moves straightway, then when we call upon him, he comes immediately. And so today we are going to call upon him. And when we call upon him, there shall not be any unnecessary zigzag that will keep him from coming to us. They will know he will come without delay. He will come suddenness. Because he is an immediate acting God. Mark saw him as the wonder working God. Hallelujah. I really wonder if you know him. And if you know him, how do you know him? Now Matthew knew him. Matthew saw him as the kingly Messiah. 
and Matthew used the word fulfill. And Mark also knew him as the wonder worker. And he, the recurring word is straightway. Now all this have been, I want to end here, I'll continue with John and all the others knew him with a, in a perspective. Isn't it wonderful? Mark and Matthew and John and Luke all walked with him at the same time. But everyone knew him differently. Now the implication is that you and I, we know too much. I said the implication that you and I, we have come to know too much. Because when I pick the word and I begin to read, I know how Isaiah got to know him. I will see how Zephaniah got to know him. I will see how Moses got to know him. I will know how Matthew understood him. How Mark knew him. How John and Luke, oh, they knew him. How Paul got to know him. So, if I read the word, I know too much. So, what can the devil do to me? I know him as the kingly Messiah. I know that he will fulfill my dream. I know that he's the working wonder God. I know that he will come true for me immediately. I know that he is my shepherd. I know that he is the king of kings and the lord of lords. I know that he is the prince of peace. I know that he is the almighty God. I know that he is Jehovah El Elohim. I know that he is Jehovah El Elyon, the possessor of the earth, of the heavens and the earth. I know that he is my healer. I know that he is my shepherd. I know too much. And so what can the enemy do to me? So whatever I am walking through right now is because God is working in the inside of me. And when he's working in the inside of me, the enemy can work on the outside of me. But when God finishes working in the inside of me, beloved is going to come out and put the devil to flight. I declare today that may something new happen in your life. May God give you victory because I know Jesus. Whatever I am walking through right now, if I sin today, I will come to him for forgiveness. If I sin today, I will not go and walk, continue to walk in my sins. Because I know that the one who has been saved by God does not continue to live in sin. Because Paul said, Paul said, shall we continue to sin so that grace may abound? I will not continue to sin even though I have grace. But grace will cause me to rather respect God and respect the rules. And grace will cause me to live a righteous life. So when things are happening around me, I know Jesus. Whatever the enemy does around me, I know Jesus. If my breakthrough has not come now, I still know Jesus. When my life is is down i know jesus when my marriage is not working i know jesus i am married i don't have children i know jesus when everything seems to be against me i know jesus no matter what the enemy does i know jesus and i know that it will come true for me there is victory in jesus there is glory in jesus there is praise in jesus there are miracles in jesus he is coming to you straightway he is coming to you straightway he will fulfill your purpose he will fulfill your dream he will fulfill your healing he will fulfill your bank account he will fulfill your business he will fulfill your life in the name of the lord jesus he is the fulfiller of dreams and so watch me well because whatever is happening now is about to pass by because god is beginning to do new things in my life because i know jesus when i know the devil 
I, when I know Jesus, I have the stabilizing force. The enemy can do his worst, but God, if God be for me, who can be against me? Whatever God has said atomic, get ready because God is about to fulfill his word. He is the immediate act in God. Lift your hand and shout, I know Jesus. Let's rise to our feet. Lift. Rise to your feet. Now touch your neighbor and say, I know Jesus. So I will not what is happening in my workplace cause me to cry and weep. I will not allow what the enemy is doing in my business to weigh me down because I know Jesus. I have the stabilizing force. If my marriage is not coming, if I am 35, I am 40 years, and no guy is coming my way, I will not be worried because I know Jesus. There is victory knowing Jesus. And when I know Jesus, I know that he is working in me and working for me and working through me. And I know that he's about to be released in my life. I know Jesus as the immediate acting God. I know Jesus as the working one, as the wonder of miracles. I know Jesus as the kingly Messiah. He is my king. Lift your hand and shout, I know Jesus. And ask your friend, do you really know him? How do you know him? We invite you to worship with us every Sunday at 8 a.m. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Pastor Tony Menses Podcast. We hope that the teachings and insights shared have been a blessing to you and have inspired you to draw closer to God as well as live out your purpose in life. Remember that the end times are upon us and it is more important now more than ever to be grounded in the word, connected to the spirit and actively engage in the work of the kingdom. As Pastor Tony Mensah has taught us, prayer is our greatest weapon and the Holy Spirit is our guide. We encourage you to take these teachings to heart and apply them in your daily life, seeking God's guidance and wisdom in all that you do. If you have any question or prayer requests or needs, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Thank you once again for listening to Pastor Tony Mensah's podcast. We look forward to sharing more powerful teachings with you in the future. May God bless you and keep you and may his spirit continue to lead you into all truth praise the lord hallelujah